0: Hi, it's Rainy G. It's Christmas Eve 2009. We have people on the roads we need to pray for today. We have troops in every country in the world we need to pray for today. We have children within our own borders and those in other places we need also to pray for today. And we have a country that we need to pray for today. Here's hoping that we can light up the world, light up our own spirits, light up the futures of our children, and try to make the changes that will be necessary to make their lives good. It's not an easy Christmas for many this year. Not easy at all. Last year was hard financially. A lot of people were hit hard um, immediately and, and... thought that they'd never see christmas again they've been told a lot of things during the year and think that that christmas is um, is doable this year because they're using credit cards credit card laws were changed a little bit so that they could use their credit cards but it, it wasn't financial at all and that was the lesson it wasn't the financial crisis that upset you last christmas It's the same things that upset you this Christmas. We see a nation divided, a nation on edge, with tension, with hatred, hate talk. I have never heard my country people talk and act the way they have this year. Never. I went through the sixties, I went through Vietnam, I was a Marine. I have been through um, every kind of weather. I've been through every kind of crisis you can think of. But never in my lifetime have I heard our country so divided, so negative, so angry. And we have such a long way to go. Christmas is a time of joy. It's a time of peace. It's a time for children. So we have to set aside all of that anger set aside all of those emotions that energy that is in motion and try to make it a time for children so they can watch a log in a fireplace and see that little bit of fire and know that that fire is also in their souls and that they can make a difference in this world no matter how they feel when they get older about what happened or what has happened or is happening what people are trying to do to change their lives as americans they can look at the lights on a christmas tree and know that there's lights in their hearts that that lights can be seen all the way to heaven and that those lights make a difference they can look at the stars in the sky if you don't have lightning like we have here and know that their fathers or mothers or sisters brothers uncles aunts cousins or children who are in iraq Afghanistan, and and on any other base where we have our military can look up and see those same stars, those same lights, and they can connect with each other that way. They can know that that star that they're looking at is being looked at by that person that they love, and that's how small our world is, and how great it is at the same time. It's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow morning, a lot of children will wake up and run downstairs or upstairs or wherever they're going to run to, to a Christmas tree, and hope that there are presents underneath. Tomorrow morning, other children will wake up and, and wish that they could go back to sleep. Other children won't wake up at all, and many will have been up all night because they're hungry, they're thirsty, they're lonely they're bruised and battered emotionally and physically and they're within our borders not in all the other countries of the world but within our own borders we have millions of kids that are dying of hunger and this year because of all that's happened our charities don't have the food in the food kitchens that they used to they don't have the money in the coffers at the churches that they used to they don't have the the clothing or the warmth that they used to, because we don't, as Americans, have that anymore. If we don't change things, if we don't get after this government and change things by next year, more than sixty percent of Americans will be on food stamps, and will spend next Christmas wondering where their next meal is going to come from and how they're going to keep warm. And more children will suffer. Isn't it always the children? You know, when we get divorced, when we have fights in the house, when we're um, in disagreement over where to go on vacation, or what book to read, or which channel to watch, it's always the children who feel that. Now we're in disagreement about whether we're a socialist nation, a communist nation, or a nation of freedom and liberty people have chosen and you know who you are you've picked sides there's only two sides you are either a socialist communist and want this nation to be that way or you are a free market freedom lover who wants it to be that way there's only two ways at this point we have the the communist socialist government and it is um... and they're freely calling themselves that now because they're not afraid of you anymore and then we have those who are the Tea Party movement who um, rank, oh, 15 to 20 million so far that we know of. There's, and you multiply that by all those who who don't say or can't say or don't know that they should say or whatever. So multiply it by two or three, so the 60 to 80 million people who don't want to be socialists and communists. And then you have some on the fringes of both of those um, those lines who... Our super right wingers and super left wingers and all of that baloney. Um, but, but that's our divided country, and we we have a choice to make. And um, we're losing time, and we've lost time, and we have almost lost the opportunity to stop the coup. I don't know uh, now that this health thing has gone through, and I I still might. I have friends on the left who say, oh, you're not, you just, you don't want everybody to have health care and you think it's, a, that has nothing to do, this, this bill has nothing to do with health care. And you all still don't get it. You just don't get it. It has nothing to do with health care. It has to do with control, government control. Right now, government is controlling almost 50, well, with the healthcare bill, it will be 56% of the economy. That's a very large government. It's the only employer that hasn't suffered this year. They have more than quadrupled all employment in all departments. That's us paying for that. If you haven't read up on George Soros and the DSA and the CAP and all of those organizations that back this government, you're in trouble because their agendas are being followed exactly. And what their hope is is that the economy in January will collapse completely because they want that. It's, it's not a crisis. It's a crisis that they want because when the economy collapses and the dollar is no longer worth anything, um, you all are going to go to the government for help, which will enlarge the government even more. And what that does to us, so that you understand, is that we become slaves. We are enslaved by the government. It's not just a free handout here and there. As people get more and more dependent on the government, there's no way that they can... Start a small business or find a corporation anymore that will hire them, um, you just become dependent on the government. More and more people are now on food stamps. Uh, the welfare state will be reimposed, and the dollar see gold stopped at ten sixty nine I think that 's as low as it would go, which means that the dollar will continue to fall there are um, Interpol has now been allowed as of Two days ago, Obama signed something, some bill or law or whatever, statute that says that Interpol, that's the International Police, can, can now be within our borders unrestrained and without um, regard to the Constitution or the laws of the United States. And there's a reason that those soldiers can now come to our country. We're in a war, but we've just let the United Nations police into our borders. Because they know, the government knows, that when California claims bankruptcy in January, or uh, it, probably January, but if people delay it a little bit, it might be February. But n- know that in the next six to eight weeks, uh, we have a very bumpy road coming. That when California claims bankruptcy, there will be an uprising in California. And then new york and several other states are going to follow very closely behind because the taxation for all of these things that the this administration has done will start hitting people and businesses immediately come next year retail has been hit hard this year and you'll see stores and more and more stores and malls closing which puts more people unemployed and puts them on the unemployment rolls and people love to be on that after a while. You get 26 weeks of free money, and you get 26 weeks more because Congress votes in free money that all the working people are paying you, okay? But when those working people are no longer working, that money runs out. Now you're on welfare. and you try to find a job. won't be one because none of those people who make jobs will have the businesses to provide jobs nor the means to do so. Um... So they're looking for an insurgency of some kind from the people, which I hope happens, actually. I am surprised at this point that people haven't gone with guns to arrest these people in, in Washington and put them in jail. They, are, um, they have broken the Constitution. They have committed treason by signing treaties and making promises to other countries that they're not supposed to they have um, totally subverted the laws of our, of our government and how the states and the federal government are supposed to interact and react with each other. This health care bill is a total scam, and you know it. You know by the deals, and don't let them tell you, all oh, this always goes on, but now you're seeing it for the first time and it's always happened. No, 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 no. This was, you'll listen to Democrats eventually tell you, your Democratic representatives, that they were fearful for their lives. One said yesterday if he didn't vote for this, he was a dead man. Well, I've never heard of that before either. My 85-year-old mother wants to die because she can't believe what's happened to her country. 85 years worth of watching everything go on, even the 60s, you know, and the Depression. Nothing like this. She wants to die. And she's glad that many of her friends and my father have already passed away. Because they couldn't stand to see what's happening to America. That's a sad thing. It's a sad thing at Christmas. She doesn't want Christmas. A lot of people around here don't want Christmas. They don't feel like they have anything left to give, nor that they want to give to to a country that they no longer can believe in. Um, they're filled with, with angst and and anger and depression and fear. She knows that her Medicare is going to get cut. It already has. It already has. And they're going to cut it again. Um, She doesn't need it a lot, but she might. She's used it some. And she's on Social Security, which was another socialist program that FDR started. But once people got on it, they had to give to it. And that was their retirement. So you hear people say, well, if you don't like it, get off. Why don't we close Social Security and Medicare? Well, because for 55, 65, 75 years, people have been dependent on it. And that's what we're going to do now with health care. And with our energy tax, which is coming up, you're going to get that cap-and-trade stuff. The EPA is coming after you. You're going to see what happens when when, um, your electric bills don't go up $156, like the government says, but $1,576 a year, more, minimum. Now, if you've already lost your job or your employer has to lower your income or your other taxes are so high that your income is now 50% of what it used to be and your energy costs double or triple, (coughs) um, you figure out what's going to happen. I hope you're planning ahead. So it makes for a very hard Christmas. And again, it's the kids who are going to suffer. Not only do they're... Do they already know that they're going to be paying taxes for the next four to five decades? And that's after we change things. They still have to pay for all this for the next four to five, next 40 to 50 years. So your 10-year-olds and your 12-year-olds will be retiring or old by the time we even start to undo what has already been done. It'll be three generations before they can pay off the debt the debt ceiling now raised as of today to thirteen trillion dollars you know the debt ceiling should be under a billion but they raised it they raised it thirteen trillion that means they can print more money for hyperinflation purposes and make that money less valuable Um, so they already know this but what we're doing to them otherwise is putting them in control of the government and if you haven't seen what that does You go back to Russia, you go to China, you go to Cuba, you go to Venezuela. And I don't know why all these people who want this kind of government don't just move there. They thought in their egos that it would be much better to destroy this country than to go to a country that lives the way they want people to live. Now, you say, yeah, but look at all these people have all this money. The Democrats have all this money. Understand that when... You have a fascist government that is a, really a communist dictatorship, like Venezuela, Venezuela, you know, Hugo Chavez, or Castro. They live in mansions. The people don't. And they believe that they deserve it because they do all this work to make sure that you're where you're supposed to be. So since they are the inventors and the creators of this new form of government and they maintain it, then they believe that they are deserving of all the money that's where you hear the words on television social elite and the power elite so Obama and his gang from Chicago and and these others who are part of his whole coup here are the power elite so they'll run around the country in Air Force One and run around the world in Air Force One and go buy $500 sneakers and hold up traffic where people are trying to get to work so they don't lose their jobs so that they can go buy a uh, $150 head of lettuce from someplace else and they will cause the playing field in their minds to be leveled and you've heard that before. We need a level playing field so that everyone in the world is poor except for the power elite. We have a lot of work to do and Santa Claus isn't going to be able to pull this one out of his bag. What we're hoping for of course is that God does. Don't just be on god 's side, make sure he 's on yours. Um, we will see all these things transforming, especially next year, because we as we go into two thousand and eleven this is big time big time transformation. I warned you about this four years ago and seven years ago that before this year that money would not be the same to you as it was before, and that happened that governments would begin to collapse and take people over and do what they're going to do to become a one world government that's happening that there will be massive war and that's coming and it's not just wars between countries like israel and iran but we will have war with south america we will have internal civil war we will have um, iran and israel Expand the war in the Middle East. That's my prediction, and that will happen before the end of 2010. Okay, I have a major storm coming in. You all know I work outside, and I have a major storm now coming at me. I'm uh, underneath the screen porch thing, so I'm going to have to hang up. But remember on Christmas, all the children... Remember to find the light within yourself, but don't forget that we are in a war, a many, many, many faceted war, and we need God's help. So say your prayers this Christmas. Wake up with joy in your heart that at least we know God is there. Spread the love with your children. Let them feel it from you. Let them know that you love them unconditionally. And that you're going to do everything you can to change things to make their lives better. This is Raina G. wishing you a Merry Christmas. I'll come back the day after Christmas and we'll talk about all the predictions for the new year. God bless. Merry Christmas.